Yo. You, you, you are now listening to the smoking section. Oh, yeah. Or you'll find hot topics. And fire conversations. Keep it locked. Hear me? Yo, 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 yo. What is up, everybody? How you doing? Listen, during this time, I hope everyone is staying safe and blessed during this corona outbreak. I love you guys. Listen, today's podcast is amazing. This is the smoking section. The smoking section where we bring you fire topics, hot conversations. I think I just said that backwards. Hot topics, fire conversations. Because wherever you see smoke, there is fire. Listen, I'm so fucking amped right now. Uh, We just got done recording and it was a really, probably my favorite podcast ever because this is one of my favorite people ever. This man is so philosophical. He is just, he's an overall just fucking good guy. And I'm, I'm very thankful to call him my friend. This man is a world champion crump dancer. He is world traveling, Mr. International, the street beast, the, the striker beast, AKA baby tie dyes. I call him Sherwin Salonga. You guys, the wonderful and powerful. I hope you enjoy. Yo, Sherwin, can you hear me, brother? Yep. Oh, what? It's fucking up. <laughs> I'm dead. Yo, bro. Well, first off, how are you, man? You good? Yeah. Let me try to put some headphones in or something. Yeah, headphones, I feel like, always work really good. Huh? Yeah, I feel like headphones always work really good with this. Oh, no, wait. Uh, I hear you good now. Good. For sure, man. Well, dude, dude, thank you for doing the podcast, man. It's really exciting to have you on. Uh, yeah, well, listen, dude, so the smoking section this season, uh, I'm really doing a lot more with mental health, emotional health, you know, social health, all that, because I feel like it's something, you know, that, that just needs to be talked about. Yeah. And especially right now, I feel like people who have, like, serious anxieties and stuff, like, they're probably, like, really wigging out right now with all the stuff that's going on. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so, first, if you could, like, you know, for people who just were going to be hearing this for the first time, like, let them know what it is that you do, bro. Uh, um, so, my name is Sherwin Salonga. Uh, I go by Beast or Baby Tot Eyes, um, Striker as well, Street Beast. Um, those are like some dance names, dance characters that um, I go by. And yeah, um, I'll go I'll go deeper into like how why I have so many names and how it helped me, like how it helped me. Um, really manage through the stress and just different seasons of your life but yeah um but yeah i'm just a i'm a professional dancer i've been traveling for dance for almost 10 years now and then on the side i was going to school to get uh, my bachelor's degree in biblical ministries so i just graduated in december so yeah that's me in a nutshell uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a nutshell. Because I mean, in those ten years, like you said, it's been ten years. You've been doing like the traveling, the dance. And I know, you know, for myself, I know how much 
like I've, I've seen through the videos and just you know stories of all the stuff that you so there's a lot so anybody who's listening look up baby tight eyes or beast crumb you can literally put those words in crumb and you're gonna find a bunch of a bunch of videos of what this man's done and so so like yeah you even kind of talked about it already like so you have all these names and so how is it that you come about these names what is it that that helps you you know either pick them develop them and and yeah like the whole backstory how yeah do you do um so there's two ways to or two main ways to get a name when you're doing crump and that's the main style that i do um you're either given a name or you create a name for yourself so um, baby todd eyes and even beast was given to me by your teachers so um todd eyes is my teacher and if you're gonna be a student you have like uh, uh, a word in front of it like a ranking in front of it to best describe you and it depends on each family yeah, it depends on each family. So for me, I always like the baby name because um, it was just like a humbling thing that I wanted to to put on myself. Uh, um, at the time, like there was like junior or um, even higher ranks if, if you go about it like in the dance uh, politics wise. So yeah, I was given baby tie eyes and even beast. I was giving that name. I used to be Little Beast um, when I was in high school, and then I needed a, a, a dance teacher name, and Beast wasn't dancing at the time, or he doesn't dance anymore, so I was like, hey, I think I should, like, carry the name on, you know? So that's one. You get you get passed down, or you want to be under somebody, be their student, you know, and then uh, you become, yeah, like Little Beast or Baby Beast, you know, or Monster Beast. <laughs> so um yeah so then and then when you start to find yourself through walking on the pathways of like your mentor or like your hero you know you start to start to see things a little bit different um that's one of my advice is like really walk the path that is in front of you you know like if you really if you really um look if you really look up to these people, you know, first, make sure you look up to them for a deeper reason than, like, they're just a good dancer, you know, like, really look up to them that they're a good person, they're pursuing to be a good person, um, and, yeah, they take their craft seriously and stuff and give back to the community, so then, like, they they have all these attributes that you can, in a sense, copy, you know, because you're still figuring yourself out, and then, like, you know, everyone's different, and everyone has different interests, and, everyone's not the best at everything so once you walk down that path you know that your teacher has really worked hard to make that path that's another thing you know really respect that like this path that you're walking on is like concrete made you know what i'm saying like it's the desert yeah. and they found a way to make like concrete and to make road on just nothing you know so i feel like yeah people uh forget about that too when they want to be a teacher or they want to be a student and to yeah just just put put your pride down and just be like hey like it's it's as easy as just follow in the footsteps you know um yeah yeah as i said like i'm a believer in god too so it's it's even said 
in that like biblically you know like it says a lot to where like hey just copy copy jesus or copy uh you know the the big figures in faith and then you'll find your own you'll find your own uh kind of like sauce into it so yeah once you find your own sauce um or even in your own trials that get you off the path of like copying you know or like being in the footsteps of your teacher that's where the real test comes in is like all right all the stuff that you're learning you're kind of put in the wilderness by yourself and now you're gonna start to make your own path you know um mm -hmm. so that's when yeah you would have to dig deep to be like okay what did i learn from my teachers what did i learn from experience and then you're gonna keep learning from trial and error um and then yeah you start to we're, we're so lucky as dancers and, and as artists but i think dancers more is that we love to name things you know what i mean like putting your leg around behind your other leg like we named that you know what i'm saying <laughs> and, yeah <laughs> just a simple step forward is a whole name in various dance styles you know some people call it the shuffle some people call it you know just stepping whatever so yeah um yeah you start to you start to name you start to really cultivate and like create this persona that you need to keep walking forward in life you know so one example is like Street Beast. Um, Street Beast is in the time of my life, I was like, I went through, um, yeah, like traveling. I went through the fame, you know, and I started to get a little bit big headed. I'm not going to lie or started to forget like where I came from and I came from the streets, you know. So when I when I started to have that urge inside mm -hmm. me, like, man, like you need to check yourself or stay humble and then there's just stuff that i like to do that isn't looked that isn't looked like good if baby tadai did it because he's seen as like the perfect person or the perfect dancer and you know um but i wanted to be a bit more out there and wild and just not really care about what the outcome is so i started to create um, a character and you know of course, it reflects through your life. So, yeah, that's one example of how, um, as dancers, we use our creativity to, in a sense, like, make a persona. But I believe, like, you're just discovering more about yourself, you know? Like, um, yeah, just like how I am now, I feel like I need a new name. <laughs> because I really need... So it's like an anchor, you know? Like, you really need something to anchor you to be like, all right, really in this season of my life and you just need like you know like how we meditate you just need that one word or just that point of focus to get you back to focus most of the time when we're dancing it's our name it's people be yelling out our name while we dance beats street beats and it kind of brings us back to like oh yeah like that's who I am that's my style right now and yeah so that's just one example Yeah, and I like I like too how you also hit like on meditation and for me, you know what I mean? Like, cause you showed me, I always shout them out on here. You showed me Headspace, and I and that's been one of the greatest yeah. fucking you know one of the greatest investments I've made, dude, in my life. 
and you know and so what are other ways that you keep yourself like mentally because to me i feel like as Mm. creators sometimes we just get so mentally drained Mm. like we get like that Mm -hmm. choreo block freestyle block and it's just like got that little plunger so you do you meditate what Um, else do you do to like keep your head clear i've never stopped creating or like working on a craft but i i I read in a book uh it's called big magic and i recommend that to everybody even if you're not a creative uh, it will show you why creating is such a big part of your life and one of the quotes that I live by now because of that book, it says um, it's either we're actively creating something or we're actively destroying something, either like a relationship, our own self ego, you know what I mean? And we get into our heads when we stop creating. And um, yeah, so for, for you people that's not really like pursuing a creative life, that doesn't mean it needs to be your career, but even like cleaning your room or rearranging it like every month is a creative act. You know, like uh, taking a, another way home is a creative act. You know, like the creativity in a nutshell is just the act of like rebelling versus the status quo. You know, so if you're if you're um, kind of bored with your life, just change it up a little bit and you're already being creative. You know, but yeah, um, I, I really follow my curiosity. That, that's my biggest thing. I mean, right now, I feel like. I'm mentally blocked from my main style crump, but um, uh, yeah. And again, I'm quoting a lot from that book. The book said, um, "When your passion dies, follow your curiosity." You know, so it goes with this story of like this dude. He was a writer and he bombed his book, meaning like he didn't do good in it, and he just you know got depressed and all that. And then his kid was like, "Hey, can you like paint my bike?" So he painted it, you know, put little stars and stuff like that. And then um, two kids or two of uh, his son's or daughter's uh, friends came through and they were like, yo, I want you to paint my bike too. So then he started to paint bikes and that was his hobby for like a good month. And then out of out of that, he just picked himself up and started to write again. You know what I mean? So with that story... Um, and, and she ends off that chapter saying, like, just do something else, you know, like, if you're not feeling it, do something else, you know. So, yeah, your passion is a passion. You don't want it to be a curse. You don't want to. And I, I feel like you experienced this, too. Like, you don't want to hate the thing that you love. You know what I mean? And that and that just means like you need to take a break. And of course, we yeah. still desire to still pursue it, though. But because we're we're doing it too much. Maybe we need to do it a, a different way. Maybe we need to, you know, do another genre of if it's music, you know, or if it's like sports, you know, if you're a sports guy and you're playing basketball all the time, like maybe switch it up and take up tennis, you know what I mean? And be bad at it, be stressed about that. And then you're going to come back to your main source, like refresh, you know? So yeah, I always follow my curiosity because, and I've been, I told myself this, like two days ago my curiosity is always right i mean i just posted my video of like doing my first like contemporary piece and i was scared as shit you know i was scared as shit i think it was stupid or people will think it's stupid or it's feminine or whatever but then when i started labbing just this morning some of the techniques from that piece 
really inspired me to be like, oh, dang, like, I, I can't believe I missed this detail, you know, and I came more refreshed to it. So, yeah, man, your passion is going to die for sure mentally, but then don't stress about that. I think that's just a sign for you to take a break. But it's hard as as artists to take a break. So that just means be curious, man. Like, it could even be drawing, you know. Last year I took up drawing and then guess what? Like, I didn't do it as a career and I only did it for like two weeks and I never drew ever again, like, or pursue it, you know, like to get good. I just, I learned how to draw a face and I was like, I'm done. Uh, I'm, I'm back yeah. to the lab. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I even I, I feel like that too. Like like you said, like sometimes mm-hmm. it feels like like fuck. I fucking hate this shit. Like damn, and I'm just like trying to go in because I love doing what I'm doing. So it's just like, well, maybe mm-hmm. I can just practice a little bit with less people around or without less people looking yeah. at me. You know what I mean? Because I'm just trying to get better, and yeah. that's it. You know, I just want to be better every day, and. Yeah, drawing. I've been drawing a lot too, and mm-hmm. and things like that. Staying, staying creative, and 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 you know, just trying to trying to find as much as I can to keep the stress off of me. Because I know, and this is something that I definitely wanted to hear about from you. This is like, mm-hmm. it's just stressing about shit is what takes the fun out of dance for me. Yeah, and I know that's got to be big for you, bro. Because mm-hmm. there's times when you're gone like a month straight. And you're just on the road and, mm-hmm. you know, you're literally going from country to country and, you know, teaching, battling tournaments. And what kind of, you know, how does that, what is that um, like? like what, what, is, what is that it's like? It's a battlefield, man. I mean, yeah, it's a real battlefield. You, you really got to, um, and again, I'm going to quote it again, that book. Um, <laughs> um, hello. Okay. Um, yeah, man. You first thing is you yeah. just have to learn how to forgive yourself. You know, um, especially as being an artist or just in general. Like, forgive yourself. Whatever we do, we're gonna be bad at it, or we're gonna miss a little detail. You know what I mean? So, being in the forefront of like traveling. Like when I travel, I have to be three people within an hour. Like I have to teach, and then I have to be like an analyst to where like how how is their round how is this i had to break stuff down and then i have to be a battler or i have to be a judge you know i have to be an interviewee i have to you know like say hi to the kids and all that you know what i mean so when it's full on um there are just some times where i'm just like i don't even know what happened today you know and that's where again meditation and self-reflecting oh writing to writing a journal i've been doing that a lot Especially when I feel um, stressed, that's one tool too. Um, and a book that I would like to shout out is called The Artist Way. So the the Artist Way is about um, basically artists that just went to shit. Like they need to pick themselves back up. And her first thing was like, was you just need to write about your thoughts, whatever it is, and just let it go. And her theory is is that your thoughts sometimes just need to be put somewhere you know what i mean and and see that you you see it on just rant mm. on facebook and then you know we we kind of get mad or that destroys relationships or that could be seen as a subliminal post but some people are, are just venting you know 
Um, but yeah, so I started to practice that, and I do, and I did. I mean, I still do feel really great after writing. She says three pages of like a regular notebook, you know. And um, yeah, so that's another thing. Just writing, bro, like raw ass shit. Like sometimes I'll cut myself off mid sentence, and you know how your mind just gets everywhere. Like it's such a good exercise to just let that flow, let it be on yeah. paper. And she even said like you could even burn that that piece of paper or that those three pages after you don't even need to read it the the, the fact that it's somewhere beside your head it, it, it's such a good thing and yeah like when i'm traveling i need to do all that i need to meditate i need to uh write i need to even have games in my phone to like you know have fun and something like that you know um i need to have different genre of music to just snap myself out because if you listen to like crump all day you're just you're just gonna hate it you know <laughs> and then when it's time to dance you're like i don't even want to hear this so um yeah yeah man and alone time um and again like just find the simple stuff man like cleaning i just find like cleaning or like organizing that that, that could be a better word people don't like cleaning but or people don't even like organizing but you know organizing your book bag or something like organizing your even your apps <laughs> on your phone or like cleaning up your photos <laughs> on your on you know what I mean like just yeah I do anything and everything that I can to um to stay sane what I am working on though that I should have been doing is connecting more to my people at home like I feel like we especially no just me I feel like I took for granted the fact that I could even call like you you know any time where I just feel like man I don't feel good, you know what I mean? Or I just or I just wanted to talk about normal shit with my homie. You know what I mean? Like um yeah, I feel like because you're on the road and you know, yeah. like you're with people all the time, sometimes you wanna sometimes you wanna um yeah, get away from people, but it's just those type of people, the people that you need to pour into. Um you need to remember there are people that wants to pour into you and it's like a two way street. When I'm traveling, it's all about me teaching, me judging, me giving, you know, which is fine. But, yeah, if, if there's no real balance, you start to mm-hmm. be a bit resentful and even push away the people, you know, that can help you out and even fill you up, too, or just your homies. So I started to see my homies sometimes, too, as just people that even my fam that I feel guilty of that, uh yeah oh man all you want is just to take from me you know and that's that's not a good mental place to be at and i need to work on that too and um yeah yeah because i could do like even me like the small bit the very small bit of traveling i've done with dance it's like i've already experienced mm-hmm. some of the you know it's like mm-hmm. gripping grin you know, you're, you're shaking hands, you're talking to this event person, and it's like, oh, okay, well, go talk to the sound man. Now I'm talking to the sound man, and it's like, okay, I'm over here now, and it's like, oh, shit, and you just, you, it, and after a while, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. your brain, it gets, just kind of gets roasted, you know what I mean? And So def- finding that recharge and, and something to kind of yeah. keep you balanced, make you appreciate the moment, but not get lost in it, type of, type of feeling, you know? Yeah, man, I mean, so 
the big thing too is is like with this whole episode, bro. Especially with you, dog. Like, I can say, I can say for me, like, there's times, bro, when I look at you and everything you you do, and I'm like, yo, he's an animal. Like, he's he's a fucking, he's literally some kind of super, like, superhuman. And I know that there's people out there in the world who look at you that way, bro. And it's like I kind of wanted to like let people see. Like, you know, and it's cool to hear you talk about it because they kind of see the more humane side of you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, right. you know, Sherwin, like Sherwin, I see you as Sherwin, like, you know what I mean? But where everybody has this Go ahead. this whole thing. So, so let me scratch your brain real quick, bro. If, if you weren't doing, if you weren't doing crumb, um, what else in life would you, would you think you'd music, really be pursuing I mean, as a passion? Before I was dancing, I was doing, um, music it was, um, like, like I was playing the guitar, um, and my whole family was playing instruments. Like our, our our living room was low key a studio. Like in front of the TV or in between the couch and the TV was a drum set. So sometimes I had to watch TV over my brother, like playing the drums, and I couldn't even hear shit because he was playing the drums. So um, and then right next to that was my sister's piano, and then I was playing the guitar. So. Yeah, man. Um, I was just around that a lot. Um, in middle school, I was in the band, you know, the the marching band type of thing. So um, it's either music and for sure, or I believe um, physically because looking at my past and that that's a that's such a big thing with me- mental health too is like you have to really dig deep to know who you are. And I'm reading a book of uh, of Jordan Peterson. And he says it like, you know, the first step to knowing yourself is to admit you don't know yourself, you know, and you have to really take a step back and dig to be like, okay, like, what do I like? What don't I like? Why do I react a certain way? You know, and a lot of our anxieties come from these unanswered things like, you know, and that's when I start to step back and I was like, all right, like, why am I? so afraid of conflict with certain people but i'm not afraid of conflict with these people you know or like with these situations you know like like for me like i hate um i hate like social media like conflict you know and i've 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 came to peace to it to where like there is time to where you need to go at it (laughs) on social media you know but i just 100 percent hated it yeah. And the downfall was it was that I was never there on social media to even like encourage people or to share, you know, like my my homies post or you know, and we're all creatives and stuff. So I was like, dang. But anyway, yeah, that's a little nugget right there. Is um, we don't know ourselves, and to think about it, like we've been on this earth, a lot of us, for eighteen years, and in those eighteen years, we were kind of living life through you know on autopilot like you know we picked we didn't pick the school we went to we didn't pick the family you know i mean we low-key didn't pick our friends you know i mean we were just stuck with them um and then when we got out of high school um that's when life kind of hit hard and a lot of trauma starts to happen because um no one's really doing that for us you know i mean it's just that simple little thing that when i learned that when I was going to school, I was like, dang, like a lot of our friends in high school was because we were stuck together and we were always given a task to do. And that's how friendships were made. You know, like every time when Beast Camp does a video together, we get closer because we have a task yeah. that's in common. We're still a bit strangers, you know, but because we have something in common to tackle, 
that's how friendships are made. So now when people go out of high school, they don't even know how to make friends because they don't realize, you know, like they don't realize the work it put into, but we were kind of put on autopilot. Like, all right, fine. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, uh, for me, I would be fighting or I would be into like MMA or like boxing and stuff. So even before guitar, I was I was taught how to box um, because like growing up in the ghetto and stuff, you had to learn how to defend yourself. And my oldest brother was in a gang. He was in a oh yeah, I'm not gonna say what gang. <laughs> I ain't gonna rat him out. But yeah, so he taught me how to box when I was like barely like 10, 11, and I loved it. And from there, I started to we started to watch football together. So he was like my father figure because uh, my parents were divorced. So we were watching football. We were playing football after, you know, uh, mm. Sunday and stuff, after the games. Uh, we would watch wrestling. That's when wrestling was still tight. Like when Goldberg first came out, I was like, yeah, bro. I was like, Goldberg was my guy. I was like, oh, yeah. That I just felt like a lot of pent up aggressions because of like seeing, again, I didn't know it until maybe like years, just years before, like two, three years prior like just two three years ago i just really realized i had so much rage because as a kid i saw my parents fight a lot and you know and it wasn't healthy seeing like you know uh right in front of my face too you know and um yeah and that stuff you know needs to be expressed needs to be you know talked about um and all that and i never had the chance so when i started to get into sports or fighting I started to feel that physical sensation of like, dang, I'm releasing something, you know? Um, and I just love feeling dominant because yeah, throughout my life of uh, being the youngest child and just like being the one watching my, my parents fight a lot, I didn't feel so dominant, you know, I, I didn't feel so powerful. So yeah, man, I, I would be fighting. And that's why those two components is why I'm such the dancer that I am, you know, like, I love the explosiveness of um, because I, I was doing wrestling in high school, too. And then we were practicing uh, Jeet Kune Do in Carson uh, with one of like Bruce Lee's last students. Uh, he died like two years ago. Um, and yeah, I man, I just love that. Just that whole sensation of the physical, you know, contact of like beating someone up or wrestling or, you know. And then I, then I love music. I grew up watching, you know, my dad, I didn't watch normal yeah. music, bro. I, I grew up watching concerts. So my dad would buy, like, Zeppelin concert and just watch them perform. So I was, I was low-key being schooled on how to perform. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then even ACDC, like, I would, and we would watch them daily. Yeah. Like, religiously for, like, three months straight. And I'm like, whoa. So I... And, you know, subconsciously, when I started to dance, all of those components came together. And, you know, I was just blessed to be introduced to Crump because it had that same raw aggression as fighting. But then I could still play around with music, you know. So, yeah, man. I mean, and I and, and again, I just recently yeah. discovered all this about myself like two years ago because I really started to ask myself, like, all right, there's no way like. Because when I first started Crump, my three months, I was beating people who were dancing in three years. Like, I, I had a big homie before uh, Beast, 
his name was recognized and I was able to beat him within three months. And at that time he was dancing for three years. So then I was like, all right, like, there's no way, you know, like I'm talented. Like, I really believe I'm not talented or people aren't talented. Like they, you know, as, as a kid, like they, they were just programmed, not programmed, but you know, they were just blessed and stuff like, you know, I, I believe in talent just slightly, but I believe more in like digging in the past and really seeing like what situations you were put in to kind of bring out like this talent, you know what I mean? And I like to explain that too, because like, you know, like I would love to have a kid mm-hmm. one day and to, yeah, just expose them to these things and not forcefully and then be like, just watch them grow as artists and stuff. And I really believe like, um, cause I have a little sister. She's, um, she's turning five tomorrow. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, Right, just watching her grow up. Um, e, happy birthday! Like she was already like with my my other sister uh, playing the piano. I was looking, and that's what kind of made me ask about myself too. You know, so when people say like, "Man, like you're just too good, bro," I was like, "Nah, it's like mixed. Like I'm blessed. I was really blessed, man, because I didn't have control. Like I said about the autopilot thing, you know, that's where I really believe like where God like really takes care of of us you yeah. know takes care of his kids like he was really working behind the scenes like yo i put music in your life i put these concerts you know i put you uh learning how to box and then you learning about football and so i was really close to joining a football team you know and then um and then he was like nope you know just uh turn it all into crunk and then yeah i mean that's why i'm so passionate about it and that's why i have like that animalistic vibe and even till today, like Street Beast, his uh, character inspiration is Conor McGregor, you know. And even a uh, Beast himself, uh, my original name is inspired yeah. by Bruce Lee, you know. And and yeah, I, I was always watching his movies and his philosophies and mm-hmm. stuff. And then yeah, just subconsciously, you know, like yeah, man. I mean, I just feel like we really have to take a step back and really say like we don't know ourselves that well as we think we do and we really have to watch ourselves and and again forgive ourselves because <laughs> once we find out about some stuff you know i'm like damn like i'm really petty about something you know some things and i'm like all right now that i know you can break that you know you can really break that pattern um and the best thing is is that you're breaking that pattern for you first and then you're breaking that pattern for other people you know because yeah, man, that whole the golden rule of love your neighbor as yourself, that's where it comes into like you're loving people as how you love yourself. And you really got to look deep into you like, damn, like I'm really, you know, shy about things myself first. And you're kind of, you know, if, if me and you are going to like go do some stupid adventure, me personally will be like, nah, I'm scared. And then I'm going to try to convince you to be scared. You know what I'm saying? Like, so hmm yep it, it raises the question like to me when i hear that like it really makes you question like okay you love yourself well yep. how much like yep. well what what things what things tick you off what yep. things make you sad like and and respect your yep. neighbor's feelings the same way in, in, in whatever way that it may it may be happening and 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 it's you know it's it's crazy to hear like how you're saying about 
you know, that certain, these certain adversities and certain things that you saw, you know, as you were younger, whether mm. it was with your parents or your brother, like it instilled certain talents in you. And I can, I completely believe that. Cause there's like, to me, I feel like men who experience trauma yep. have the stories and have the wisdom and have the knowledge of these situations, you know, and I feel like sometimes we just fall victim to circumstance of, of men who just don't know how to handle their traumas. You know, like my dad was like a very, he was a very disowning man. And so I have that type of, I have that type of instinct inside of myself. And, and it's like, so instead of now, you know, I had to unpack that trying to deal with my own traumas after, you know, after all that stuff with my ex, bro, you, you know, what's up, but after all that, it's like, you know, you, you got to yeah. unpack some stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Un- unpack it, look yeah. at it, be because like, dude, how, day, like you said, like, how well do I know responsible, myself? You know, um, um, even if it's like, like, let's say if you're in a relationship and, you know, we try to convince ourselves that they're the ones that's, you know, the problem, which, which could be fact too, but then they may be, you know, even if it's like 90%, they're the problem, 90%, you still have to be responsible for the 10%. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, That's <good>. fucking profound. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was profound, I mean, son. Too. I mean, with my relationships. Oh, with, my God. With my girlfriend and even with my friends in general, you know, like, there are some stuff that I don't like. And then I and there are stuff that I do like about the relationship. But again, like, you just have to take responsibility, you know, like, I, I always live by like, yeah, it happened or like you let it happen, you know? So, um, yeah, man. I mean, that's just one thing that I've been big on with uh, my life. Ever since I was in high school, I think, like, like we agreed, like, you know, just growing up with adversity kind of made me grow up faster. And, yeah, I just ha- had to always say, well, I need to be responsible for my actions or for not speaking up, you know, or I need to be responsible. Like, I know what's going to happen, but... I just let it happen, you know, and that's such a big responsibility too. Like what I'm learning with the book that I'm reading with Jordan Peterson is that, you know, when we think we don't do something about a situation, like there's no consequence because we don't do anything. That's stupid. (laughs) Like you get the same amount, maybe different consequences, but you'll have the same amount of consequences if you do something or if you don't do something. And that's where the will the real wisdom comes into play like all right which one Mm -hmm. you know because he he says it and i do believe it like we're gonna suffer regardless in life even when you do good things because some people may think it's fake some people may think you know like well how we'll we'll talk shit even if you're the best person ever you know i mean it's the same with jesus like he was the the perfect person but people still talk crap about him Mm -hmm. so that's inevitable you know so you just have to pick and accept it and um yeah, man. So I just think that that's such a big thing is that, all right, we know we're going to suffer, but, you know, it's rather you're suffering for good because you want to change, like, your life and then the life around you instead of, like, suffering because you're, like, moving, you're moving, uh, you know, uh, it's not that you're moving backwards because Jordan Peterson said, even if you're standing still, the world is moving is moving without you right so visually speaking you're kind of moving backwards even if you're staying still because the earth is still Mm -hmm. rotating you know what i mean like on some poetic visual type of shit so even yeah even if you're standing still thinking Mm -hmm. like 
you're not doing anything and the world is going to stand still with you not like you're still in a sense going backwards you're you're not staying still you know for not for not speaking up or for not taking responsibility Mmm, <laughs> that's good one dude that is i gotta i i literally just wrote that one down right now as you were saying it um Dude, well, listen, we're, we're coming up here towards the end, bro, and I just want to leave, you know, I want to leave you a good spot. You know, is there anything that you would want to throw down for the um, listeners, shout out to them, whatever, just, give them your last little love. gem on them? You know, love is the answer, um, but it, it could go deep, meaning find out what love is, you know, mm-hmm. like find out even how to receive love, um, and find out how much you need to give. You know what I mean? Like love should be our... It, it is our main priority in life, but, and it's a skill that we need to learn. You know, uh, a lot of people think, oh yeah, I love, and that's it. No, like we need to understand it. We need to understand how to love others, how to love different people, you know, how to love in different situations. So I feel like that's such a good thing to, to pursue, you know, because it's always fruitful, man. Like, it's always fruitful when you pursue love, you know, like it's very hard to, to argue with a loving person, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just your ego getting mad, like, man, he is not breaking. And that's, that's a, that's such a good, that's such a good thing to, to have on you as a person, you know, that you're not breaking, even if the world around you is breaking around you, you know what I mean? So I feel like that's something that, you need to do and yeah and love yourself man like the best way to love yourself is to know yourself and um yeah and and just to see what you're made of and i feel like to see what you're made of is to see what you can create i mean there's so much rules in this world and um i just would love to see people kind of bend those rules to 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 maybe make make these rules a little bit better for the world you know so yeah man just i feel like love man um, you know, back on that meditative tip, I think if we just said that one word and th- throughout our day a lot, I feel like we would solve a lot of our problems. It's just love, you know. Oh, yes. <laughs> All right, yeah, brother. Bro. Listen, this man. This was fucking dope as shit, dude. I hope to have you on again sometime, bro. All right, well, dude, thank you. Thank you for being on the podcast. To all the listeners, this is Sherwin Salonga. You can find him on Facebook, Baby Tide Eyes on Instagram. All right, dude, the wonderful and powerful. Yo, what up, everybody? I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. It would mean the absolute world to me. I mean the world to me. If you guys could just retweet, share it, tell your friends about it, and hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you guys are listening to this to. Again, it would mean the world, man, and I truly appreciate every single one of you. All right? Have a blessed day.